You're listening to the Language Assistance Podcast, brought to you by the British Council. For more information about the British Council or the Language Assistance Programme, please visit britishcouncil.org. Hi everyone, my name is Fanola and this Language Assistant Podcast will be all about Canada. In this episode, we're going to be talking to Renault and Rihanna, who are currently based in Quebec, and they will give you more of an idea of what it's actually like there and their own experiences. So to begin, let's have a quick look at the key eligibility criteria for Canada. In order to be eligible for placement in Canada, you must fulfill the general eligibility criteria. And you can find out more about this on our How to Apply podcast or on our website. You must hold a UK or Irish passport, have B1 level French and be aged 35 or under on the 1st of September 2020. So it's important to bear in mind that if you are successful at the first application stage, you will then be invited for video interview. Now moving on from all the eligibility, key information, now time for the main part of this podcast. So to begin with learning more about the experiences of the people joining me today. Can both of you introduce where you went and what you do now? Okay, Renaud, we will start with you. Hello, this is uh, Renaud <laughs> speaking from Quebec, Canada. Um, I am actually not a language assistant. I manage the uh, language assistant program here for Quebec City, but uh, I thought maybe uh, you could use my input. Absolutely. So you live in Canada now? Yeah, I live in Quebec in Canada. I used to be a languagist and came with uh, not the British Council program, but I came here with the French program. Originally, I'm from France, but I was a language assistant here teaching French as a second language. Okay. Now, Rihanna, let's hear from you. Can you tell us a little bit about where exactly you are? Because it's not quite the centre of Quebec. No, not at all. (laughs) So yeah, I'm Rihanna and I'm working as a British Council teaching assistant up in the northeast of Quebec in a little town called Fermont. It's about a 17 hour drive north of Montreal and Quebec. So if you're looking at the map, it is really, really up in the sticks. But luckily I'm on the border with Labrador where there's an airport um, in Labrador City. So it isn't as scary or as isolated as it seems. I do have a lot of transport options. There is only one road out of the town and back down to the major cities, but the easiest option is to fly. So pretty far away, but it's, um, it's cool. It's, it's not as scary as you, as you think. <laughs> so the next one is arguably one of the best questions when it comes to the important facts. What is the best thing you have eaten or drunk since being in Canada? <laughs> I think the obvious answer for Quebec would be poutine, which is, I wouldn't call it a delicacy. It's basically fries, uh, gravy and cheese. <laughs> it's, it's a classic here. Quebec is very known for its poutine. In terms of drinks, obviously, I don't know if you can consider that a drink. Most people here might, but uh, yeah, maple syrup, you can do it. Anything basically with maple syrup, uh, mm. you can use it to cook. It's a great alternative to sugar. I've got some in my coffee right here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, Quebec is quite famous for uh, all its microbreweries as well. Yeah, that's. I'll say those three things. Yeah. Excellent. I really should have eaten more for lunch. 
<laughs> you lived in France before and then you moved from France to Quebec. What do you think kind of the differences are between sort of the, the two countries? Most people do not expect Quebec and France to be so different because of the common language. Personally, I actually found Quebec to be, culturally speaking, more similar to the UK than it was to France. I, I did live in the UK for a bit as well. There, there's a lot of British in France, obviously, because of its history. There's a lot of French in France as well. And uh, in the modern culture, uh, Quebec being in North America, a lot of the culture here as well is very North American. Although Quebec is very, very different from the United States and even the rest of Canada. It would be easy to argue that it's almost two different languages. <laughs> but a lot of ELA's English language speaking when it comes to Quebec are afraid that they won't be able to understand. It's just a question of accent and expressions. After a while, uh, you get used to it. Some um, students or university students, when choosing a destination, um, sometimes are scared of coming to Quebec because uh, the way the French is spoken here. And I know quite a lot of teachers tend to discourage their students to come to Quebec because somehow of the idea that they will learn a different kind of French, a wrong kind of French. I know the French that is taught in university is very France-centered. And uh, I want to say that this is most definitely not the case. The variety of French I've spoken here is very rich and it will not, definitely not uh, make your French worse than if you had been to France. Mm. For people who are hesitating or who've been told that if you come to Quebec, the French that you will learn is not good enough for university, uh, I would say, uh, well, think again. And it's not the case. Ask anyone who's been here for uh, for a longer period and uh, they'll say the same. Mm. Definitely. No, that's a really key point to highlight because I think lots of people do want to sort of develop their language skills when they go away. So it's important to sort of make sure they are aware that you can do that in Quebec as well. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. The fact that Quebec is surrounded by Anglophones makes you know, the language is kind of more threatened in a way than it is in France when it's mm. more established. But that makes people here really appreciate when someone from outside of Quebec comes here and tries to speak French. And that's sometimes a very different experience that I hear from uh, people who've been to France and tried to speak French and got kind of turned down. But here, when you try to speak French, people are going to encourage you, appreciate it, and you don't have to be afraid of making mistakes. Mm. So, Rihanna, in your position as a non-native, what has your experience been with the language? Yeah, um, I think at the beginning, even if I was in France or Quebec, it's difficult to just be immer totally immersed in a francophone environment. Um, and my first day when I was with my responsable and she was just talking at me in French all day and it kind of was just going straight over my head. But yeah, the Quebecois accent um, and the language is not as daunting as you'd think, just takes a bit of time to adapt to as anything would. But I really like it. It's For me, I find it not easier, but because it's different, I have to apply myself more and think about what people are saying and I just think I'm learning a different take on the language and it's not as scary it's not as difficult it's interesting if you if you like language if you like listening to different 
people speak, yeah, I, I find it a, a new and interesting take on the French language. So what would you say in your time so far? Because you, you've just been out there since, since September. September. Yeah. So you've been out there for a few months now. So far, what's been the biggest challenge that you face? I think at first it was realizing how far I was away from everybody else because a lot of the other assistants on the program, even the ones that are in rural positions too, they can still access um, the big cities, uh, Montreal and Quebec within a few hours. So they're managing to meet up um, and get together. And at first I felt a bit um, isolated in that sense. Luckily it wasn't um, such a big factor because I had so many lovely people here um, I was doing things with, but it was more just personally, I felt a bit isolated from all my English friends. But in reflection, that's probably a really good thing for me and for my language. I stayed here and I, I got involved. Another big thing, probably winter at first, just it's crazy it's like minus 40 right now outside it's there's snow everywhere there's been snow since October it's really took a toll on my um not my like physical state of being but I'm tired quite a lot of the time it's dark at three o'clock it's really dry but on the flip side it's the best thing about being here I, I absolutely love winter it's beautiful it's just like I'm living in a different world it's yeah it's amazing is there lots of snow yeah lots and lots but apparently um it's been a bit of a bad year for snow usually they've had a lot more by now but i can't imagine there being any more snow than what there is like there's tons and tons <laughs> you'd be snowed in otherwise mm -hmm. <laughs> but they just deal with it here now if you in england when we have one two centimeters of snow everything goes into meltdown but it's just crazy how everyone just gets on with it it's just normal life everyone's going around on the snowmobiles escadoos is their mode of transport or the kids turn up to school and park their skidoos on the car park. It's yeah, it's really random. <laughs> but, I'd love to arrive to work in a snowmobile. Yeah. I think an absolute highlight. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. And now let's ask the same thing to you, Renault. What has been the biggest challenge of your time in Quebec? There's been a couple of challenges but in terms of moving here as a, as a language assistant. I would say the biggest challenge for me personally was transitioning between the mindset of being a university student to being in a position of a sort of a teacher, uh, even if, you know, the language system is not a teacher, but you're in a position where most people view you as a teacher. So that transition was quite challenging because in my case, it's not everyone's case, but in my case, I went straight from being a university student to being a language assistant uh, with no break in between. I know some candidates, you know, have some work experience, have done other things uh, in between. So, but in my case, I was quite young at the time. It was quite a challenge adapting to that new role that you have of, you know, having to be uh, in charge, having to be uh, professional, having to be prepared. Whereas, you know, when you're at university, sometimes those things, um, you know, are not on your uh, top five uh, <laughs> list of important things to, uh, <laughs> to think about every day. <laughs> Indeed, yeah. <laughs> uh, again, for me, it was, it was a big challenge, but I think it brings a lot uh, in terms of experience. Of course. 
And how did you find, and how do you find, the people that are in Quebec? I spent two years in Quebec as a language system. My first year, I was uh, in a very, very remote area in the north uh, of Quebec. You could only reach that village by plane uh, to give you an idea of how remote it was. Uh, <laughs> or or uh, a snowmobile. <laughs> but that okay. took five days from the nearest city. Anyway, the people there, obviously, it was a completely different culture. Where I was placed being so close to, to Labrador and Newfoundland as well, the culture was more uh, Anglophone. Mm. Um, well, actually, the village was Anglophone, which is why they needed the French uh, language system. If you're in a, in a smaller town, small, even in a village, people are going to be very, very interested and very curious about you. It would be very easy to find people to talk to, to you know, build relationships. The smaller the village, the stronger the community in general. So that was my experience for my first year. Second year, I was in Quebec City, which is you know, a rather larger city. It's about half a million people living here. Obviously, you get a lot more diversity. It takes more of a, a conscious effort to meet people because obviously the more diverse a place is, the less special you will be as opposed to you know, being the only foreigner in a small town. So it takes more of an effort to, to meet people and to, to, to create stronger relationships. But uh, generally, I found, I found the people very, very open-minded, very interested in you know, hearing your story. It was quite easy for me to integrate into the community. And I've, again, as I said before, I, I found that the uh, Quebec culture was very similar to the, the British culture, especially mm. in terms of how people interact, the British wits. <laughs> you, you get that here as well. And I always felt, uh, you know, very close to that. Yeah, I kind of felt at home here. And now it is home. <laughs> <laughs> So Rihanna, your current experience is a bit different and by being in an area which isn't quite a central city, for example, how have you found the community around you has been? Has there been a community? Have people kind of engaged with you? Yeah, I've been really lucky from the offset, from my first evening, the group of teachers that I'm working with and their like friends and partners took me in and we had a dinner and from there really, I've really felt a part of the community here. I've got different groups of friends in different areas of the school and of the community. With it being such an isolated town, as you can imagine, when I did arrive, I did stick out like a sore thumb. I'd be walking around and people would be looking at me knowing I'm not from here, I'm not a local. But the majority of people were so friendly. They want to know where I'm from, what I'm doing here. They're really um, grateful and interested in my opportunity, my experience here. They think I'm crazy but also um really lucky to be here and i agree like um yeah they really took me in and everyone's really friendly so it's been nice that's great to hear what is or has been your favorite memory of your time in quebec so, Reno, we'll start with you. That's a hard question because uh, <laughs> obviously I've, I've now been here for 10 years. I've had lots of memories. But uh, if I look back on, say, the first couple of years when uh, I was a language assistant and when, you know, everything was new here, maybe after uh, five days of having arrived here, 
So we had the, the induction meeting in Montreal. I was in Gaspé at the time, Gaspé, which is a very beautiful region um, in Quebec. And uh, I remember feeling like this might be more than just a year abroad. And, uh, you know, I, I remember feeling that I could be here uh, for the long run. And, uh, and it was just beautiful. So it was one of the first memories uh, that I have from here. Yeah, mm. and it still sticks with me. And obviously being here after 10 years, you know, <laughs> mm -hmm. I had that feeling and uh, I realized you know, I had a, I had, there was something there. <laughs> Absolutely. And now to you, Rihanna, in your months of being there, what has been your best memory so far? My best memory so far would have had to have been flying on a seaplane um, in October. One of the teachers I work with, her boyfriend, has a little seaplane, like a two-seater plane. And where I am, um, there's a lot of lakes, a lot of open water. So, um, yeah, there's a big lake in Vermont and has a little plane and I took a uh, bit the bullet and I just said if, the, if you have chance can I have a go in your plane and one Sunday afternoon I had a call saying get yourself down to the lake we're going on the plane and yeah within half an hour I was up in the air and circling around the town and over the mine in this tiny plane it was just a crazy experience but really really good. Wow that sounds amazing. That's <laughs> really good. So from your experience so far, would you recommend being a language assistant in where you are? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I wouldn't say it's for everyone. Um, it, de it depends if you like, like a more of a rural, small town life uh, lifestyle, but I would 100% recommend it. Um, even saying that it's a small, small town, it's quiet, it's also so busy at the same time like I'm always doing things I'm always having the opportunities to go places it's not as um isolated or as quiet as you would originally think so yeah I'd, I'd really recommend it it's such a cool place and I know you're no longer an assistant right now but would you recommend the experience in Quebec I would most definitely recommend uh being a language assistant in Quebec provided that you are in the right mindset so um, you need to think about it before you, you, you make that decision. It's a whole year, you will have responsibilities. So that, that's not something to be taken lightly. If you feel that you are ready and that's what you want, yeah, I would definitely recommend it. Okay, now the big question, what are your top tips for living in Quebec? So Renault, we'll start with you. I'd say my first uh, first tip would be to reconsider your expectations, as in uh, expectations can be uh, like uh, prejudices very often. And uh, things usually won't turn out the way you expect, and that's okay. Uh, that being said, it's very important to do at least some research on, on the culture. And uh, I, I say culture in, you know, in a general sense. So, you know, being, um, you know, music, movies, politics, history, whatever you're interested in. Second tip would be, would be to, to say yes and try new things. Uh, you know, it sounds, it sounds obvious, but uh, it's easy to forget. Um, you may not enjoy everything you do or you try for the first time, but um, I can guarantee that you know at the end of the of your year, 
your list of regrets for not trying or not doing something would be longer than you know any regrets you may have for having done something. Mm, absolutely. And the whole year is, you know, uh, goes by very, very fast. <laughs> absolutely, yeah. Well, third and last, approach things with a, an open mind. And most people will think and believe that they will do that naturally. Uh, but uh, very often, uh, most of the time, it takes a conscious effort to do that. Um, and, you know, you not believe how many people forget to do that and how often they let their own uh, kind of perception and bias uh, get in the way of, of really understanding why things are the way they are uh, before they create an opinion um, on, on what you know, they're seeing. Definitely. I couldn't agree more with those three tips. I think they are so important. And for you, Rihanna, what would you say has made your experience easier? Definitely, definitely getting involved. Um, it, I can imagine it would be very easy for people here to stay to them, like stick to themselves. And then it would probably be a downward spiral because um, I don't know if you know much about Vermont as a town. The majority of the town lives in a big um, self-contained structure called the wall. Uh, there's shops, there's the supermarket, a leisure complex, the schools, like 400 apartments, all in this one massive building. So I think if I didn't get involved, it would be very easy for me to kind of get into a rut and feel very isolated. But um, yeah, the best thing for me was just to say yes to every opportunity. I said from the start if anyone asks me to do things it would always be a yes and I've stuck to that so I'm now doing cheerleading coaching I'm going to help out at school during the lunch times after school going just just doing everything really anything I can and it's yeah makes things a lot better that sounds great and the cheerleading sounds very exciting did you do that in the UK no I've never uh, done cheerleading before I used to do gymnastics when I was like four till the age of 16 so um, I was speaking to the coach and she asked me to get involved and I do that twice a week and it's just a nice way to be involved in the community. It's with the, the students that I teach as well. So it's nice to kind of have a different relationship with the students other than just being in school. Um, mm. so yeah, great. And just picking up on that, um, when you asked me about the difficulties, one of the biggest things I forgot to mention is being in such a small town. I love being in a small town, but it just means you are visible everywhere you go at any time of the day. You're always going to see a student. You're always going to see parents. There's like, there's no escape. So it's just been difficult to deal with that. Um, but I'm, I'm getting there. Mm -hmm. And what do you think your top three tips are for living in Quebec? Get involved. You're always going to be able to try new activities, new experiences that are just alien to people from England. Um, wrap up warm. Um, make sure you have a good coat. But even then, don't let the don't let winter put you off. It's like like I said, minus forty outside, but it's with a good coat. It's beautiful. You it feels fine. And thirdly, just give it a go with the language and everything. Don't don't be scared. I've been a bit scared to speak French and to show off what I know. But you know, people here are so friendly and so open and when you speak French to them, they love it. They really appreciate it. So just, just give everything a go. Hmm, fab. And what are you looking forward to doing in the rest of your time there? You've still got a couple of months to go. 
So I haven't actually done any snowmobiling yet myself, but loads of my friends have their own skidoos. So I'm really excited to go skidooing. Skiing, there's, there's a ski, little ski mountain near to the town. So I'm looking forward to getting out and doing, doing a bit of skiing. Just enjoying winter, the rest of winter. I really, really love it here. So it'll be sad, I'll be sad to leave the snow. So just really making the most of it while I'm here. Mm. Um, so yeah. Definitely. Well, thank you so much. Is there, any, is there anything else you want to say about your experience or advice to people thinking about applying? Um, probably um, just again, picking up on the rural side of things. When I found out where I was posted at first, I was probably in a bit of a state of shock. And then over summer, it got more and more daunting, um, especially after spending the summer at home with my family and my friends the thought of coming somewhere so rural was really scary and I was unsure whether I made the right decision, but I definitely did. And I would just encourage anyone to try it if they think they want to do it, because it truly is one of the best experiences I've ever had in my life so far. So yeah, just go for it. Amazing. That's exactly what we like to hear. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you so much, Renu and Rihanna, for joining me on this call. Thank you. I hope it's been useful for those of you who are listening in terms of top tips, learning a bit more about the differences that Canada may bring and all the wonderful things they may lead to. So I hope it's been useful for you. And if you're considering Canada, I hope this convinces you. You've been listening to the Language Assistance Podcast brought to you by the British Council. This episode has been produced and edited by the Language Assistance team, music by Tom Corey. For more information about the British Council or the Language Assistance Programme, please visit britishcouncil.org. Or why not follow the Language Assistance Programme on Twitter at LanguageASST.